What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Colleen, Temple, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. You are tuned into the shortened edition of Tuesday's edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760 is your number to participate. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis, and we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we're not going to be discussing here in this short hour, feel free to give us a call. We'll just ask you to be patient during the breaks, during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind, if you need to go ahead and follow me on Twitter, all right, don't forget it's at Sports Grind. And also, if you, um, not today because we're down on stream today, but for future reference, if you want to stream the show live, you can always go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal page, Calvin Casey, as well. And also, don't forget, if you ever miss any of the shows live, you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast every day. 1-800-707-9760. Mr. Clark, you ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll? All right. All right. Bartlett? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, apologies. You know, um, of course, new, stu- new studio expansion, you know, technical difficulties. We're up late. Now, the real thing is I figured I was like, you know, we're having technical difficulties, and I know – that we were being joined for the first time with our new affiliate, uh, Fox Sports Central Texas, I started thinking like, damn, my brother's a brother. You know, first day on the new job, you know, an opportunity comes and he's going to show up an hour late to work. Tell you, just that, that let you know what my card is. just like a brother. But anyway, we're here. Um, for those that are just tuning in that are new out in the uh, – Temple, Waco area in Colleen on 93.9 FM Temple and KTON 1330 AM in Belton. Um, welcome. You know, um, I'm excited to be um, picking y'all up as a new affiliate. Um, show's kind of different. You know, been doing this for about 18 years uh, here in the San Antonio market and then, you know, almost a year in the Austin market. So that's the uh, people you're surrounded with now. You know, um, so again, just want to say uh, welcome and we'll see how this uh, goes. Uh, but for the most part, for business at hand, like I said, if you just tune in, we were late today, had some technical difficulties, getting everything situated and firing off, you know, some computer problems. It happens in this business in the real world, especially with a new studio, new setups. First time it's happened. To. We've been in here about a couple of weeks now, but we're up better late than never. But today we had some things in the docket. Now, of course, we've been teasing this. Um, for a week now, well, a few days about the over and unders, and we're kind of, kind of running behind schedule because I wanted to do three a day, but of course today with the condensed, you know, hour and and running late, we're gonna have to save that again to tomorrow because I was gonna do the Ravens, we were gonna do Atlanta, and we we're gonna do Arizona because I had had my decision made on whether those were over or unders, uh, so we'll parlay that to tomorrow. But for the news uh, that's kind of circulating out there that I wanted to get to, uh, first off. 
Um, NFL, you know, training camp continues to go on. Um, you know, the Steelers, I talked about how they popped off at the screen with me over the weekend. They've lost two starters. Uh, they lost two starters, two veterans as well, too. So they've been the, the latest to get bite by the bug of injury. Still like the way I, Trubisky looked, though. I still feel that, you know, they've got depth on that defensive side. It's just really going to come down to his play. So that came across my radar. Also, uh, NFL-wise as well, too, um, according to um, – Certain reports out there, the NFL has sent out 31 emails warning the rest of the league on Roquan Smith. Back off. Okay, leave him alone. Now, the other story that's attached to this is that evidently somebody, I don't know if it's like Uncle Dennis or not, but Roquan's got a guy who's been contacting teams and saying, hey, uh, he's open for business. Well, wait a minute, man. You ain't the you ain't a licensed agent. I don't care. Roquan's telling me that. So the NFL has put a stop to this guy telling teams don't do nothing with him. He's not registered as an agent. You know, don't talk to him. And Roquan seems really pissed off about the way talks have gone with Chicago that he really wants out. But to me, for the team to the league, I should say, to send out thirty one, you know, emails about warning about tampering. Uh, me personally, I'm just feeling like, well, you know, how, one, how are you going to stop it? He's already let it be known that he wants out. You can't make me believe there's not GMs in the league that's are the half of teams have already probably called to inquire. You know, this is just one of these things that are playing out. But like I told you last week when we talked about this, Chicago's notorious. They don't pay nobody. They're cheap. I, I lo- I've got a lot of respect for their gener- uh, their tradition and their office, but they don't spend money on anybody. So you've got that going on. Uh, fa- you know, we're this time with fantasy football. I know the four-letter network, they're having a marathon on fantasy uh, football. You know, they're having their draft and stuff. But, you know, what I've heard really in the last few days that I guess, you know, to, um, who is it, Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, they're dominating in picks. Well, first of all, I'm thinking, like, well, why – who, who has their draft already, not even going into week two in preseason? Why do people even draft that early? You got to deal with injuries. I mean, I've been in a keeper league for damn near almost 11 years now. I've sucked bad the last three or four years. I mean, because I've just had so much going on that, you know, I show up to draft like, hey, man, I like to come around. This might be different. Then I'm in one other deeper league, but we don't draft until like damn near one's like September, the third or fourth. The other one's like on the 30th something. I mean, you probably in one of them leagues, Jones, before that drafts like second preseason game. I, I've done those before, and I think that you know part of the fun of that is because it's the risk factor. It, it, it's just like any other team going in at this time of year, because because the depth that you can find if if you know, and this is where preseason football for fantasy football fan is important. Because if you know the depth chart of all these other squads, you know who to go after, you know who's dealing with a hammy, might be out week one, because you start, you start early. You start early. I've done it before. It's definitely risky. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be a part of a league like that. There's too much risk involved, but I, I like your explanation, though. But also, uh, what else we got going? Golf. You know, today, uh, probably don't have that much time to get into it, but I know PGA has called in on Tiger to rally the troops against Tour Live. Um, my opinion on that is that, for one, if I'm Tiger, okay, 
And I think Tiger's cut from that cloth, but the cloth that I would be cut from is like, well, first of all, um, what am I, and I'm, am I getting some type of stake or ownership in the PGA? What's in it for me? Because at the end of the day, I know why I turned down allegedly $800 million is because for one, my legacy, I'm chasing one guy. I grew up with knowing what the PGA and the majors mean something to me. And really, I can afford to turn that down and not really sell. But first of all, I've said this before. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care if you're Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, whatever. Turning down $800 million from anybody, that's hard to do. But Tiger, if the PGA is coming to him, because also, if I was Tiger, I would tell these guys, they ain't cut from the cloth I was cut from. Okay? Like some of these guys, it's obvious that this is a job to them. They could care less whether they got one major or finished their career with zero. So what am I supposed to, how am I supposed to relate that to this youth? That's, uh, these are questions if I would Tiger, I would ask him. For one, what is it in for me? Because I turned down $800 million to go over there. Okay? I mean, keep in mind, I am the guy that had about 20, 30 chicks on the side. So if you want to talk about morals. But the reality of it is, is that I've got, the PJ means something to me. But what is it in for me if y'all want me to rally the troops and have these meetings? Because I told you, Justin Thomas, Rory, the guys that Tiger has had over the house that's been in Jupiter, Florida, that's been there. The guys that he's let in, those guys ain't budging. They're not budging. That doesn't even need to be discussed. OK, and a lot of it has to do with Tiger. But these other guys that he they want the PGA to talk to him, I just don't know how this is going to work out. And I keep saying to the PGA, if Liv is really a threat, then you got to get rallied. If somebody need to be rallying, need to be rallying the majors and tell them, look, we're going to our sport is going to be decided in court anyway. So why don't we just tell them that if you're playing tour Liv, you can't play this major. So what if they want they've earned a lifetime exemption? Because evidently this is getting this is going to get nasty. In the courtrooms and behind the scene. I mean, you got Rory and and Greg Norman who ain't played on the PJ in damn near twenty five years. It feels like you you got them going at it in war words. I mean, it's getting nasty. One eight hundred seven zero seven nine seven sixty. Yesterday we didn't really get a chance to go over the AP top twenty five. I'm not really a big AP top twenty five guy, but I did want to see where Texas and of course Baylor. And let me tell you, what, y'all lucky because you could be getting somebody coming to your market that's been downing Baylor. And I don't believe them, but I've been high on them um, for months now because I really think that they've got a legit shot to win the Big 12. Now, they got a big one. I think it's I forgot who they open up week one, but it's September 10th. They got to take a trip at nighttime out to BYU. That's a tough place. That's a tough place to go. That'd be a good early test for them coming out to shoot is that I think they got a cupcake week one and then, but it's September the 10th. And I believe that falls on week two. They've got, they got to go on the road to BYU and that's a night game. That is not easy. What you got, Jonas? Yeah. Baylor opens the season September 3rd, uh, hosting Albany. Yeah. A little cupcake. Yeah, man, we need to, we need to do away with those games. That's a, that's an equipment game. You know, Baylor's probably cutting a check to them. Um, to play that game, but that BYU, that's one they could send. But if I'm not mistaken, they finished 10. AP, they had Baylor ranked 10. Um, Texas didn't crack the top AP top 25, did they? Not the AP, of course, they were on the coaches, but not the AP. And I think that was a UT, according to Bartlett, that was a UT coach that even voted them a first place vote. 
and then probably voted him even to be in the crack the top 25. But Baylor coming at 10, that's pretty impressive. So we're about a couple weeks from tipping this thing off in college football. Um, also, NBA, uh, just some things. I know this Christmas schedule came out. I'm not really a big – I mean, when you're getting ready for football season in college and NFL, the Christmas – I mean, it's not like the NFL schedule. I mean, I know why the NBA does it. I mean, the Christmas Day games have been the prime time you know, matchups they've tried to match up. I mean, I, I caught my eye. They're going to give us Golden State, you know, Memphis on Christmas. Lakers in there by damn default. I mean, the, I understand because I don't even know if their brand right now is taking that strong. I mean, they're about, I mean, they're probably like a Bitcoin right now. I mean, so I don't understand. I mean, by Lakers, they would just jump in and get a Christmas Day game. But I see them working. But speaking of Lakers, LeBron, his son is officially in the spotlight. He was playing a game yesterday. I mean, I guess he dunked on a kid. I mean, it, it made number one on Sports Center. Okay, number one play on Sports Center. The kid ain't even committed yet to a college. He's got recruits everywhere. Now, I I believe he's gotten better, but the attention this is getting today, I'm like, oh, you're officially the spotlight's on you. I mean, everybody's known you've been LeBron James' son, but when you make number one Sports Center highlight, and I'm hearing there's three schools that are really clamoring over him. You know, which I believe he's going to be one and done in college anyway. If that, I mean, he's going to play with his dad. His dad probably say, hey, man, these knees, look, man. Okay, hurry up. Just come out. Okay. Got you in the will. Got you in the trust. NBA don't work out. Don't worry about it, man. I got to put this to my legacy. That's what's going on. NBA changing the rule from 18. This is just perfect timing for them. Mike didn't get to do that. No, he didn't. Mike's, Mike's son was horrible. Mike's son was trash. Let's just keep it real. He was Mike's son was trash. I mean, he he got to run the Jordan store. I think Mike gave him like three or four like official Nike Jordan stores. He runs those. You know, Jordan stays on the Forbes list. I don't think his son has anything to worry about anyway. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, you're you're a son of a legend. That's why I was watching that captain. I'm like, you know, and, and Derek and his wife has went through some sensitive things with, you know, starting their family. I mean, you gotta watch the documentary. Um, but I felt like, man, they wouldn't do Derek like that to give him sons. I mean, how fair would that be? I mean, there's just certain. I mean, but, you know, we, we speak of him in a while ago in Tiger Woods. Charlie, I've, I've, the footage of him last where they played in that amateur. This is about to be a baton pass off. I've seen this kid through. The, I mean, his clips are pretty impressive, but I'm like, that's Tiger's son. But trust me, man, he he's going to be. He he's gonna be chasing his daddy. I don't want to put that pressure on him, but he's that's I haven't seen a kid that age with a swing on him. Of course it makes sense, but I'm willing to bet you a dollar to a donut, Jack, the golden bear, his sons, and he's got a lot of them. His sons wasn't swinging the stick like that at that age. And I'm glad you went back to the Charlie thing, because I actually think that that's why Tiger might be the one to rally the troops. You have to preserve the integrity of the PGA. Don't let Liv come in and, and, and change this landscape before hmm. Charlie really gets to get going. Not to go back to that conversation, no, but I, I think that, you know, the legacy of it all. Well, that make that is a good point. But if I'm tired, it's still got to be something in it for me, damn it. Y'all asking me to really save the PGA. And not really. I don't know if save is such a strong word, but you're asking me to really persuade some of these guys that they're not cut from the cloth that I'm cut from. That's just what it is. 1-800-707-976. Speaking of NBA, I know we touched on the uh, schedule, um, which we didn't touch on this yesterday, but I guess reports are saying that Tim Duncan is going to be presenting Manu 
at the Hall of Fame. Like, can it, and I started thinking, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. But I also think like, man, Mono, you don't have anybody in Argentina from Argentina that you either, you know, grew up with or one of your coaches from the national team. I mean, no knock against Tim. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's Tim Duncan. I know what he means down to in this region. But at the end of the day, I'm thinking like that is very impressive. I mean, I understand it's the big three and they have that. You'll never take that away from them. But the idea of Tim, how much he how he must feel for Manu to ask him, hey, man, I want you to present me at the Hall of Fame. Because think about it. There has to be people back from Argentina, coaches, you coach somebody that you would feel like, hey, this was a dream for me to get over here to the States and play professionally and play in the NBA. I mean, I understand the whole gold medal thing and all that, but to choose Tim, a teammate, um, that's very, that, I mean, that's, that's pretty powerful. You know, just wanted to touch on that. I mean, it's, it's really just about, I think that's who he's globally known for playing with though. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody, the recognition, and then there's also when you look at like player interviews and stuff like that. I don't want to I don't want to speak for anybody on the Argentinian team, but there can be a lot of pressure when you have to speak English, um, giving a presentation like that at the yeah, Naismith Basketball now. Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm saying that a lot of athletes are actually kind of nervous. I got you to be able to do I that. I got you. Uh, baseball rolls on as well too. Yankees get blanked by the Rays. They're just really struggling bad. Uh, Tatis dad has come out and blasted the MLB. We'll try to get into that before we get out of here on this shortened edition of the Sports Grind on Tuesday. Presented by Dosecchi's. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. Sponsor of the sports crime. 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. And this segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang, two words, a key to any perfect cocktail. And that's Zing Zang. Make sure you check out their pre-made alcoholic drinks. Um, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. All right. So if you just tuned in, apologize. We got up late. Now we're late today. Um, you know, things happen, technical, you know, trying to, you know, expand. But again, just want to welcome Fox Sports Central, uh, 930.9 FM in Temple, Waco and Colleen. And 13.30 a.m. on your a.m. dial. Um, we'll get more into a normal routine tomorrow. But there are some other things that I plan on besides the totals, which I promise you. We'll start the totals because we're going to have to start picking these divisions here pretty quick. But um, the totals. But speaking on that, I'll tell you what totals are going down before I get to some other things. Um, when you look at the Bucks. The guys in the desert are making some adjustments because there's rumblings going on, which I told you I never did buy into this predetermined excuse absence for Tom Brady. Um, but there are some people, and I'm starting to think that, that it's a possibility that he could just end up retiring. Um, and I know the guys out in the desert are making adjustments to that and win totals and, you know, the odds of them to win the NFC, uh, South and things like that. I believe that's exactly, I think, what's going on. I, I think me personally, um, you know, I know there was reports last, last week, um, that somebody that had, attended camp at Tampa saying that, Hey, he looked kind of miserable. He looked out of it. There was one clip that I saw that he was starting to almost look like he was holding back tears a little bit. I mean, I saw that come across TV the other day. Um, if you look at the evidence, if you look at the fact that his starting center is gone pretty much for the year. Okay. Gronk's not there. Goodwin is not going to be there at the start of the season. All right. Um, there is a it's one of those situations that it was fishy anyway when he kind of retired it got leaked adam broke the story he got pissed off then he had to say hey i was retired and then about a month later hey man i've changed my mind i'm not going anywhere and there's always been those miami reports and all that that they were trying to negotiate years ago maybe a joint ownership type of situation uh between you know my uh peyton manning and tom brady and maybe tom the point I'm trying to make has been weird altogether. And I think the one that thing that makes me skeptical with if it's not something about an illness in his family. And this was so predetermined that he was going to already miss these days of camp. The million dollar question I have, how in the hell do we not hear about this before then? In the day and age that we're in, you mean to tell me going into a guy that semi retired for a month and is what is considered the GOAT? And came back, and then all of a sudden, we're not going to know that there was a predetermined uh, engagement or arrangement, I should say, between Todd Bowles, the front office, and Tom? No. There's something going on. And look, man, you know, some people say, especially when you get to Tom's level, some people say when it goes, when that fire and that passion goes, it goes. 
And it could be a situation that all this stuff, once you get in camp and you've been there seven days, you start looking around. Because let me tell you something. Not a good center and offensive problems smell disaster for Tom Brady. And if he doesn't have a reliable tight end he can count on, it doesn't bode well. And the last thing I think anybody wants to see, and Tom knows this, and I use this all the time, but going out there stumbling like Joe Namath or Willie Mays in the outfield. So I do believe there's something going on. It's either a serious medical situation with somebody in the family that's trying to keep it out of wraps, or he's contemplating if he really wants to do this. I'd put a 20% chance that he's going to retire. And I would have a problem if this process plays out this way. Because it's not it's not fair to Byron Leftwich. It's not fair to the rest of those offensive players on Tampa. I don't give a damn if it is the GOAT. He brought them a ring. It's just, Every season is new. Every season is a different team, a different mission, and it's not fair if this was an arrangement agreed to by the Bucks and the Glazier family and Tom Brady. That's just my opinion. 1-800-707-9760. Were you going to say something, John? 20%? About this, a twenty percent chance. The ultimate competitor in professional sports. Now, twenty is not that much, by the way. But go ahead. I, I still think that it's 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 really high for making that decision to come back. I mean, the, he walked away from the game. If you believe the Miami reports, that's what he wanted. Maybe he just wanted a new challenge. Maybe that's what maybe that's what this is. He just turned thirty five or forty five the other week, fresh you, off of a birthday. Okay. Maybe now things come into perspective. Well, you just said it in the beginning of your take. You said a competitor like that, you're putting at 25% or 20%. Really 20. I said, I think I said 20, 20. I'll put it at 20%. And I'm going to say that for what you just said is the reason why this is, oh, this is training camp, man. This ain't voluntary OTAs. This ain't mandatory OTAs. This is training camp. Okay. I already had the Bucks struggling a little bit this year. Regardless of this, this is a competitor that has never missed training camp when healthy. This is what there's very few when you talk about Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, the Drew Brees of the world, the Russell Wilson of the world. There's a few of those guys that really enjoy this, that enjoy the process, enjoy and sweating in August and, and, and doing all that. And then to get the result, he's one of those guys. And if he's not feeling that, and he's not, you know, because keep in mind, I've told you this, besides me, whenever you start talking about retirement and thinking about basically hanging it up, you've already there. Ben was retired for two years with Pittsburgh in his head. So Tom's already thought about this afterwards. So to go back and say, I'm retired. No, I'm pissed off because I didn't get to have the press conference I want to. And screw Adam, I'm coming back. And then you get in camp and then you get, first of all, keep in mind, Majority of Tom Brady's camps, no humidity. It's hot and humid down in Florida. He's sticking his hands up and his center's got swamp butt. It's hot down there. He's used to being up in East Coast, Foxborough, and being like, hey, let's go. That's a factor too. So you get to this age, trust me, this 100 degree, 30, 50 day stretch we've been on and down in Texas where I'm at, 
for this many days and I just turned 45 in February and been out of shape. Now I'm getting in better shape because you go to the doctor, you know, you're 45 and you're an African-American. They scare the hell out of you when you start giving you numbers and charts and stuff. But I can tell you before I started working out and getting better shape, that hit me different. That hit that he did me it hit me different. And I don't eat kale ice cream. Okay? So when you get out there, you put all those factors, damn yeah, 20% ain't that high, but it's logical. What the hell is he away for? If it's not, it's either an emergency, and the first thing I heard about this when this broke last week, I thought it had something to do with his mom. It's either something with his family or this was predetermined. First of all, I don't believe it was pre. I don't. We would have heard about it. Hell, we heard about his, his, his retirement before he wanted to announce it. Adam, Glazer, somebody would have broke this. That's why I don't believe this was determined. This is a spur of the moment thing. The million dollar question is why. But we're going to find out here soon. We're going to find out. 1-800-707-9760. Also, uh, sticking to the NFL theme, we talked about the Steelers. One thing I didn't touch on yesterday, and when we're looking at what I take away from some of these preseason games, Trey looked pretty damn good for the 49ers. Lance came out, I mean, you know, and people get, well, second string, third string. No, man. Compared to what he looked at his rookie year, keep in mind, he only had like 20 games he played total. He looked very comfortable. I look at, do you have, there's a thing called command of the huddle. You have to have a quarterback. And if you got command of the huddle, you can play that position in the NFL. All right. So he had very commanding points, and it goes back to what I said last week. Kyle Shanahan almost got Matt Schaub an MVP trophy. Matt Schaub hasn't been seen in over probably a decade, not even in an NFL network, not no show, radio, let alone being in the NFL that long. If this kid could play, and he's got that it, and this is why they can. And the reports are Jimmy Garoppolo dodged him all offseason. He did a Kawhi. They couldn't even get a hold. He didn't want to communicate with him, which I don't blame Jimmy because he 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 handled it as a professional. And like, damn man, this is the thing that I get, and then y'all drag this out. So, but back to Trey. If he's that guy, watch out because Kyle's that dude. And I've got a lot of confidence in John Lynch, the way he's drafted with that team uh, since he's been there. He studied under a hell of a front office in Colorado and Denver. He got taught the ropes. And him and Kyle knocked it out of the park. And they both got eight-year deals like coming out the gate. If this kid can play, it's going it, to good luck. Because the 49ers, I believe they still got talent on that team, and all they got to do is add another receiver here and there. But they'll, And I guarantee you when we get to the over and under totals on 49ers, I think the desert is showing them some love. They're going to show them some love. I forgot who they open up with, but they're already like a six-and-a-half-point favorite over somebody in week one, and I don't think it's a chump uh, opponent either. I don't think so. But they were six. Last time I checked, they were six and a half point favorites in week in week one. The Niners open against the Bears. Look at that. I mean, the Bears got a decent game on the road. That lets you know what they think about. That's almost a touchdown favorite on the road opening with a guy pretty much a rookie start. You know, should be very interesting. Should be very interesting. But I I didn't get a chance to touch on that when I was looking at the things that jumped out at me uh, preseason wise. Also, football as well too. 
Speaking of the other story that's kind of been out there, dominate the Deshaun Watson thing. Now, there's reports, and I and I know you. I mean, you write for sites. You pay attention to that team. But I'm hearing that they've officially put Jacoby Brissett as the number one on the depth chart, right? And and they should. Okay. I, I, I heard that they did. You can fact check me on that. But that's what I wanted to talk about because I'm like, okay, that's fine. And they should. Then Jacoby needs to start this next preseason game. Should have started last preseason game because he needs to have more reps. If that's if if they've listed him number one already going forward to the next two preseason games, Jacoby needs to start and take most of the time. Because and 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 the reason why I say that is I don't know if Deshaun's suspension is going to be that forgiving for a disappointing collapse season for the Cleveland Browns. They've got enough talent on the offensive and defensive side of the ball that if you get a game manager in there, you should be around 500 or be in the hunt for a wild card spot at least with that talent. So if he's really number one on the depth chart now, then coming because Deshaun started the last game, then he really needs to go ahead, in my opinion, start going forward. And then that opens the whole situation with who we just spoke about a minute ago, Jimmy Garoppolo, that's still out there. Because I, I feel like if they – he serve, I've, I've researched this back and forth. He's serving six games. He can't appeal. He cannot offer a, a restraining order. He's, he's accepted it. He's got to go with six. So this is really about is it going to be the full season? Are they going to meet in the middle and get the extra two and be eight? Gains with an eight million dollar fine, the what I've heard, which would be astonishing. It would be unprecedented. But I just feel that it's a situation where he's gonna miss time. He's not gonna be there for the first six weeks at least. Jacoby really needs to get more of the snaps. I understand he hasn't played in about almost going on a year and a half and real action. I mean, it's obvious it showed in preseason how off you know how rusty he was. But without a doubt. I just feel like it's a situation where Jacob, because the other guy, remember, Clowney came down to Cleveland, back to Cleveland because of Deshaun. This is not just, this ain't going to be no mulligan season for the Brown, just because of Deshaun. It's not. It's not. Core's been together too long. It's not. I mean, they'll get some type of grading on the curve. You know, your teachers will say, well, if you do this, if you stay after class for twice this week, you know, you'll get a 10-point Curb on the midterm, something like that. That still never helped my ass out. Really didn't. But anyway, but yeah, that's what I believe. So it did I was I right? Can you fact that he is he number one on the depth chart? He's taken starting reps and practice is really what that what that report is. Okay. Is is that he's back to taking the starter reps in practice as of well, Monday. He's gonna be listed as number one then. Go ahead. And and, and and again, he needs to be. Because this just goes back to you are uncertain about Deshaun Watson. You don't know what his future is going to look like. You have to have Jacoby Brissett ready. But at the same time, why do you keep Deshaun ready as well? Because he's going to have to be away from the team for whatever weeks he's suspended for in the season. Yeah, so he can't even practice. He, he won't can't be do there for practice. Like he yeah. can't take reps. So that's why he has to come out now. That's why he, he should have played more. Because you do need to start getting worrying about getting Jacoby Brissett ready as well. Well, Deshaun Watson should have played an entire half in well, in, in the first preseason. You mean game. Jacoby? 
No. Deshaun. You said Deshaun should have played a full half? Deshaun should have played a full half. Okay. Because he's not your starter week one. I got you. But go ahead and let him get ready, get the cobwebs off and everything like that. Well, I'll tell you right now, if I'm the Browns for an office and it's going to really be an eight game, maybe a full season suspension. And I think NFL is going to all bet for leather to do this. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm getting, I'm calling Jimmy. I'm, I, we both got something we want. We want to basically keep afloat where our $250 million man comes back in 2023 and you want to showcase your skills, skills, excuse me, that you can sit there and be a bona fide starting quarterback if you've got pieces around you and you don't have Kyle Shanahan in the Motorola in your headset. I think it's a win-win relationship. Okay? That's my opinion. If Deshaun is going to be serving, I say if it's more than six, you've got to make that call, in my opinion. I mean, eight is damn near half the season. So if he's gonna miss half the season to the season, I'm 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 calling John Lynn. I'm I'm calling for Jimmy. And if I, I'll tell you this right now, if I'm Stefanski, I'm I'm hitting on the front office saying, "Give me Jimmy." And I and it's sad because Jacoby Brissett, he's been in this. I've said this before. He's been in the same situation. Blake, well, you know, break glass in case of an emergency for this brother. Rent a quarterback. He was there. At, you know, New England. Tom's in Flategate. Then he goes to Indy. Andrew Luck quits and retires on the fourth final preseason game. There you go, Jacoby. Miami. Well, he couldn't get Deshaun and two is like, go ahead, Jacoby. And then now Cleveland's. It, it, so my point is we've seen the story. It doesn't work. It doesn't work with Jacoby in that mind frame. And there's a lot riding on this, this roster. And you've got to go ahead and make that move, in my opinion. 1-800-707-9760. Speaking of moves, it doesn't seem like the NFL is going to make any moves on Alvin Kamara out of New or- the New Orleans Saints. Now, everybody knows he got in a fight down in Vegas as well. During, I think it was a Pro Bowl. He got in a fight a night before the game, I believe. Um, but the thing is that this is supposed to be – he's expected to be there for the season, start of the season, and most of the season – and then I'm hearing that this could possibly be delayed and pushed back. And I'm trying to figure out, like, why? Like, why is he getting the pass? And I'm trying to think, has Kamara been in trouble with the law? I mean, the NFL? Maybe not. But I'm like, why is his suspension? I mean, why? he's a big piece to what New Orleans does. You know, but I just feel, you know, anything that tarnished the shield. It was a fight in Vegas at some bar a night before the Pro Bowl. But it's come out today that his suspension, if any, could be delayed. Have you heard anything on that, on the reason why on that, Jonas? No. Yeah, we'll have to monitor that. But that's a big piece of the puzzle. But anyway, that is a wrap for the short edition of Tuesday. Again, apologize for the technical difficulties. We'll be up tomorrow as normal. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark, Bartlett spinning the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen. People up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning before you hit the snooze button, before you roll off the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.